Hello listeners and welcome back to the series on the chocolate journey with Charlie and we saw that welcome went down the night room yes and surprisingly when the umpa lumpa sang their song they didn't give any conclusion as to you know what would happen to veruka it was just a story a lesson saying that when your kids are so pampered also the parents get punished yeah but there wasn't any conclusion so we do hope because like it was for the others that, they, that she will come out safe in the wash with possibly some good changes yes so we just need to wait and watch what's going to happen and i have no idea what lies ahead in store for us today so to see that let's quickly recap our last episode and go ahead with today's story okay so here we go then These are Veruca's newfound friends that she will meet as she descends. And this is the price she has to pay for going so very far astray. But now, my dears, we think you might be wondering, is the journey right? With every single bit of blame and all the scoring and the shame should fall upon Veruca's sword. Is she the only one at fault? For though she's small and dreadfully slow, a girl can't spoil herself, you know. Who spoils her then? Ah, who indeed? Who pandered to her every need? Who turned her into such a brat? Who are the culprits who did that? Alas, you needn't look so far. Find out who these sinners are. They are, and this is very sad. A loving parents, mum and dad, and that is why we are glad they fell into the rubbish chute as well. Chapter twenty-five: The Great Glass. Lift. I have never seen anything like it. The children are disappearing like rabbits. But you mustn't worry about it. They'll all come out in the wash. Cried Mr. Wonka. Mr. Wonka looked at the little group that stood beside him in the corridor. There were only two children left now: Mike Davy and Charlie Bucket. And there were three grown-ups. Mr. and Mrs. Stevie and Grandpa Joe. Shall we move on? Mr. Wonka asked. Oh, oh yes! yes! Cried Charlie and Grandpa Joe both together. Oh, my feet are getting tired. I want to watch television. Said Mike Stevie. If you're tired, then we would better take the lift. Said Mr. Wonka. It's over here. Come on, in we go. He skipped across the passage to a pair of double doors. The doors slid open. The two children and the grown-ups went in. Now then, which button shall we press first? Take a pick! cried Mr. Wonka. Charlie Bucket stared around him in astonishment. This was the craziest lift he had ever seen. 
There were buttons everywhere. The walls, even the ceiling were covered all over with rows and rows and rows of small black push buttons. There must have been a thousand of them on each wall and another thousand on the ceiling. And now Charlie noticed that every single button had a tiny printed label beside it telling you which room you would be taken to if you pressed it. This isn't just an ordinary up and down lift. This lift can go sideways and long ways and slant ways and any other way you can think of. It can visit any single room in the whole factory no matter where it is. You simply press the button and zing you are off. Announced Mr. Wonka proudly. Mmm, wow, fantastic! murmured Grandpa Joe. His eyes were shining with excitement as he stared at the row of buttons. The whole lift is made of thick clear glass. Walls, doors, ceiling, floor, everything is made of glass so that you can see out. Mr. Wonka declared. But there's nothing to see, said Mike TV. Choose a button. The two children may press one button each so they can pick. Hurry up. In each room, something delicious and wonderful is being made said Mr. Wonka. Quickly, Charlie started reading some of the labels alongside the buttons. The rock candy mine 10,000 feet deep, it said on one. Coconut ice skating rings, it said on another. Then, strawberry juice water pistols, toffee apple trees for planting out in your garden, all sizes, exploding sweets for your enemies, luminous lollies for eating in bed at night, mint jujubes for the boy next door, they'll give him green teeth for a month, cavity filling caramels, no more dentists, stick jaw for talkative parents, wriggle sweets that wriggle delightfully in your tummy after swallowing, invisible chocolate bars for eating in class, sugar coated pencils for sucking, fizzy lemonade swimming pools, magic hand fudge when you hold it in your hand, you taste it in your mouth, rainbow drops, suck them and you can spit in six different colors. Come on, come on, we can't wait all day, cried Mr. Wonka. Isn't there a television room in all this lot? asked Mike TV. Certainly, there's a television room, that button over there, Mr. Wonka said. He pointed with his finger. Everybody looked Television chocolate, it said on the tiny label beside the button. Whoopee, that's for me, shouted Mike TV. He stuck out his thumb and pressed the button. Instantly, there was a tremendous whizzing noise. The doors clanged shut and the lift leaped away as though it had been stung by a wasp. But it leapt sideways and all the passengers, except Mr. Wonka who was holding on to a strap from the ceiling, were flung off their feet onto the floor. Get up, get up, <laughs> get up, cried Mr. Wonga, roaring with laughter. But just as they were staggering to their feet, the lift changed direction and swerved violently round the corner, and over they went once more. Help! shouted Mrs. Stevie. Take my hand, madam. There you are. Now grab the strap. Everybody grab a strap. The journey is not over yet said Mr. Wonka gallantly. Old Grandpa Joe staggered to his feet and caught hold of a strap. Little Charlie, who couldn't possibly reach as high as that, put his arms around Grandpa Joe's leg and hung on tight. The lift rushed all at the speed of a rocket. Now it was beginning to climb. It was shooting up and up and up on steep, slanty coals as if it were climbing. 
a very steep hill. Then suddenly, as though that come to the top of the hill and gone over precipice, it dropped like a stone, and Charlie felt his tummy coming right up into his throat. And Grandpa Joe shouted, "Yippee! Here we go!" And Mrs. TV cried out, "The rope is broken! We are going to crash!" And Mr. Wonka said, "Calm yourself, my dear lady." And patted her comfortably on the arm, and then Grandpa Joe looked down at Charlie, who was clinging to his legs, and said, "Are you all right, Charlie?" Charlie shouted, "I love it! It's like being on a roller coaster!" And through the glass walls of the lift, as it rushed along, they caught sudden glimpses of strange and wonderful things going on in some of the other rooms. An enormous spout with brown. Sticky stuff oozing out of it onto the floor. A great craggy mountain made entirely of fudge, with umpa lumpas all roped together for safety, hacking huge chunks of fudge out of its sides. A machine with white powder spraying out of it like a snowstorm. A lake of hot caramel with steam coming out of it. A village of umpa lumpas with tiny houses and streets, and hundreds of umpa lumpas children, no more than four inches high, playing in the streets. And now the lift began flattening out again, but it seemed to be going faster than ever. And Charlie could hear the scream of the wind outside as it hurtled forward, and it twisted, and it turned, and it went up, and it went down, and I am going to be sick. Yelled Mrs. TV, turning green in the face. Please don't be sick," said Mr. Wonka. "Try and stop me," said Mrs. TV. "Then you'd better take this," said Mr. Wonka, and he swept his magnificent black top hat off his head and held it out upside down in front of Mrs. TV's mouth. "Make this awful thing stop," ordered Mr. TV. Can't do that," said Mr. Wonka. "It won't stop till we get there. I only hope no one's using the other lift at this moment." "What other lift?" screamed Mrs. TV. "The one that goes the opposite way on the same track as this one," said Mr. Wonka. "Holy mackerel! You mean we might have a collision?" cried Mr. TV. "I have always been lucky so far." Said Mr. Wonka. Now I'm going to be sick! Yelled Mrs. TV. No, 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 not now. We are nearly there. Don't spoil my hat. Said Mr. Wonka. The next moment, there was a screaming of brakes and the lift began to slow down. Then it stopped altogether. Hmm, some ride. Said Mr. TV, wiping his great sweaty face with a handkerchief. <sighs> Never again. Gasped Mrs. TV, and then the doors of the lift slid open, and Mr. Wonka said, "Just a minute now. Listen to me. I want everybody to be very careful in this room. There is dangerous stuff around in here, and you must not tamper with it." And listeners, that's the end of the story for the day. So today we got introduced to this great glass lift, yeah, that can go in any direction to any corner of the factory. Yes, just imagine if something like that was there in your residential building. Yeah, it, wouldn't it be like a mini roller coaster ride just in your complex? Just imagine you can just go to any flat. 
yeah just imagine there's this this one lift that can go to any building in the entire complex irrespective of the wing and everything wouldn't it be fun like uh, it would be really good you but also at the same time you'll become lazy and you wouldn't want to use the stairs but yes it would be fun definitely so we got introduced to this great glass lift today and now we are about to see what is this chocolate television about yes and mr wonkas already warned us be careful don't mess around it's dangerous and since it's something that mike tv is supremely excited about uh let's just hope that there's no trouble ahead yes okay so with that note we'll meet you on friday with the next episode So don't go away. Come back here on Friday and don't forget to share your comments. I'll be waiting to hear from you. I'll see you on Friday to explore this chocolate television room. Until then, see ya. Bye-bye and take care.